0: Let's head out to the Dr. Glatt. We your hairline. Dr. Paul Glatt's photo. If he's leading hair restoration doctor, check him out online at drglatt.com. And let's dial up our guy, Tony Jigsaw Cotillo, uh, because here's the deal. I'm pissed off. Yeah, Tony might be pissed off, but here's the deal. He's our fantasy football guru. He's our, my go-to guy. You hear him every single day here on the daily Take it around 350-ish, except for Tuesdays. We go a little bit longer. It's called the final judgment. And as usual, I like to begin by, being a little selfish, because my fantasy team, uh, first of all, Tony, number one, how are you doing, and how was your Thanksgiving?
1: Oh, it was wonderful, man. I, I, I'm glad yours was as well.
0: Oh, yes. It was great. Uh, easy weekend. Cooked the, smoked the turkey on the Traeger tone. Oh, my goodness.
1: I've seen that. It looked good, too.
0: <sighs> so good. My mother-in-law, you know, like, when the mother-in-law gives it up, like, when she's like, oh, my God, that's so good, you know you hit a home run. Tell her to it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I actually took care of the white this year. I I catered, so Ooh. first time ever. So I yeah, I actually catered it. So
0: how much it did it how much did a really full blown turkey being cooked for you cost?
1: All, all things with fixes is one hundred and seventy two dollars. How many people? Uh one, two, three, five, seven, nine.
0: Okay, it's not a bad deal actually for six, nine people. Ten, yeah.
1: Six, pounds of turkey string bean stuffing uh, mashed potatoes cornbread coleslaw oh, yeah. and everything
0: and it's already done for you
1: it was nice picked it up, picked it up.
0: <laughs> smart man smart man <laughs> yes, all right sir. let's see if we can still get some of that smarts uh, for this week's uh, fantasy football now here's the deal uh i'm a little thrown off because we're still waiting for this final game to be played so we can complete the week correct
1: yeah, killing us, man. It's, it's, it's messing everything up, especially with waivers. So, yeah, it's, everything just keeps getting, It can't get pushed anymore. No, it out. can't. It can't. <laughs> so it needs to be played tomorrow at, unfortunately, 3.40 afternoon, which is ridiculous, but, hey, it is what it is.
0: Yeah, 3.40 is uh, it's a decent time for me because I'm on the air, but at the same time, this is a game I wanted to sit down on the couch, have yeah. a cold beer, and enjoy, and they took that away from us.
1: 2020,
0: man. Because of the year of COVID, what are we going to do? Not much. Um, Alright, so here's the deal. This game will count during the current sp- uh, scoring period. That just popped up on, my, uh, on yep. my Fantasy Football League here. Now, it is showing me the following week. That's fine. I am in a must-win situation. This is the final week of the regular season for my Fantasy Football League. If I win... I'm in the playoffs. If I lose, I'm assuming I'm done. Now, we, we know if there's somebody else I lose or whatever, I'm probably still getting in. But bottom line is I am currently in the playoff picture right now as we speak. Um, I don't have many difficult decisions to be made other than possibly I did land Frank, Frank Gore. I picked him up, was able to get Frank Gore. Nice. Um And I got Devin Singletary, Naheem Hines, I got Frank Gore, and then we're still waiting word on DeAndre Swift, whether he'll be healthy. And I got Jarek McKinnon there. Uh, As far as the two running backs that I need to go with, uh, which one pops off uh, that you're saying, you know what, lock them in right now?
1: Swift and Hines. I, I, there's no doubt, unless unless we're not being told anything about the Andre Swift. I mean, it was only it was concussion protocol, so uh, it was a short week. Uh, a lot of things are taken into consideration. It's not like he's dealing with some serious injuries. So uh, as, as long as the head's right, Swift is your running back one, and Naheem Hines has to be your running back two. I mean, look at the the Taylor situation. Monitor it. As long as Taylor is absolutely out, you have to be in carriers with the amount of touches, rushing, and receiving that you've seen from Hines this weekend.
0: Singletary is at the 49ers. Hines, um, excuse me, Singletary is at the 49ers. Hines at Houston. And then DeAndre Swift, they're playing the Bears. Lions at the Bears. All three teams oof, on the road. That sucks. I'd like to get a home game there.
1: That's yeah, that's a, I mean, listen, that Bears game is going to be tough. It's not going to be easy. That it, we, we know how that that battle, especially Soldier Field in December, uh, Khalil Mack. The deep, but again, as long, if they don't have Hicks in the middle, you've seen what happened uh, to them last week uh, running right up the gut. Uh, it'll be the same thing. And Swift is getting all the carries, so uh, I, you know, I'm very excited about DeAndre
0: Swift. I also did pick up Gus Edwards, so I'm still. But then everybody's back now for Baltimore, and they still got to play that right. game. So it's like uh, it's moot. Um, so you
1: have to. You, are, you're, you're saying you have to win. Sunday, right? We're correct. Not, or, or, or you say... Nope. Okay. Yeah, yeah correct. I, well, I'm in the same boat as you. Yep. So I, I, I'll be honest. I, you know, I want to you know, kill the streak here, but Jigsaw started off 0-6 in the one league that he actually joined. I, I went strictly DFS. I had one league that I stayed in went 0-6 and, and just won six in a row. Wow. So i 6-6, six and, six, and if I win, I'm in. Isn't it Sunday. funny how so, fantasy works like that?
0: I mean, it is. It, it's just ridiculous. <laughs>
1: you know what it is? You have to stay active. People think you can just set it and forget it. You just can't do it. You have to make moves. And it's a little different than it was five years ago. Five years ago, you had elite players that were like, oh, never coming out of the lineup. Not anymore. You're going it matches up dependent every single week so as long as you make the right moves you're
0: good yeah i agree with you i used to be the guy that said you know what um i've been burned by switching yep. out players i just don't do that i stick with my guns but that is not the case this year um over to my wide receiver situation now i made a boo boo last week i went with michael thomas uh over justin jefferson that was the wrong move
1: Honestly, I mean it. Really, is tough because Michael Thomas showed a lot of promise. He had 19 points the week before, yep. and there was no reason to believe that Taysom Hill against you know the Denver, the depleted Denver Broncos was going to come out and kind of lay an egg. So. I would have went with the same thing again. Uh, even though Justin Jefferson was the number one guy, if you look at his stats, you know he's an owner. Week to week, he's up and down, up and down, up and down. So I would have done the same thing as well. Sean.
0: Now this week, Thielen is out, correct, with COVID?
1: Is I'm pretty, as of now, he has to test negative. So hmm. uh, I, I still early as of now, he is out. It's still early, though, because I think if he gets two, I think the protocol is two negative tests, two days in a row he could play. Uh, so it's going to be something you have
0: to monitor. Yeah. So it's, uh, Adam Thielen could return soon. That was just put out, uh, bro football talk. So, all right. Well, Justin Jefferson's getting my start. That's all there is to it. I'm going to start him. Uh, I am rolling with, look, DK Metcalf is obviously number one. I got Diggs. I got Michael Thomas. Um, I got Justin Jefferson. Those and those are my guys, and uh, Godwin's on uh, the buy. So my decision is basically between Justin Jefferson, uh, Michael Thomas, and Diggs. Two guys out of those three.
1: Wow. Yeah. I, well, here is the thing: they they, all, they both. Michael Thomas is a great matchup against against Atlanta. Yep, uh, in a dome, no, you don't have to worry about weather. Uh, same thing is said for the Jacksonville Minnesota game with Justin Jefferson. A great in, in a dome, right? No weather. Jacksonville absolutely stinks. Uh, they're garbage, right? So, and that's a great matchup. And who, who I was are you talking about? Diggs. Diggs. The San Francisco 49 Yep. Right? Now, Diggs laid an egg last week. Yes, he now, did. nobody expected that, right? Nobody expected that. So, you know, it's going to happen. It just thinks when it happens in week 12, <laughs> like happened in week 4, right? We're all trying to you know, be viable opponents here. But I, I actually I, I think Diggs gets back on track this week. So I, I would be in on days against the 49ers. I know Richard Sherman's back. But at the end of the day, there's still the Buffalo Bills Monday Night Football. Uh, I, I like I like Stephon Diggs, to ball out on Monday Night.
0: And would you go Thomas or would you go uh, uh, Justin Jefferson?
1: Oh, man! You know you're, you're you're dependent. I think I think I would go Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I would lean towards Justin Jefferson because I just think you know we got fooled once. I love Michael Thomas, but. We just don't know what's going on with that team, with with Taysom Hill. Uh, Obviously, they're a Super Bowl contending team. Just offensively, we just don't know who's going to be the man each week now. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, good advice. I appreciate it. Hopefully I come out on top and we get some playoff fantasy football action for next week. But we shall see. I know Jigsaw will be here for you. For anybody that has questions, comments, concerns about your fantasy squad, don't hesitate. Ticatillo23. Catillo 23 Tony does a ton as far as social media is concerned. Give him a follow uh, over there. All right. Um For waiver wire, now this is interesting because, like you said, with this Baltimore Raven-Pittsburgh-Steeler game, it's kind of backed everything up, but some players that are are still available that you need to pick up right now, whether we're talking DFS or some uh, last-minute gets as far as season-long fantasy is concerned. One guy that I want to go to immediately, Trey Burton. A lot of people talk about Trey Burton. What's he been doing with the Indianapolis Colts this year?
1: Love, love, love Trey Burton. Here's the thing with Trey Burton that you have to realize – Philip Rivers loves Trey Burton, and so does Frank Reich. And, you know, in the beginning of the year, it was Mo Alley Cox, it was Jack Doyle, and they were just getting warmed up with Trey Burton. If you watch the last three weeks, he has no less than five targets, and he's not only receiving the ball, he's throwing the ball, and he's actually running the ball. He is on the field 90% of the time, and they look for him all the time in the red zone right now because T.Y. Hilton is not the guy. Michael Pittman Jr. is still a rookie. Trey Burton is secretly the number one wide receiver on the Indianapolis Colts. And for him to be available right now, he is a very consistent target, especially the tight end. If you're in a PPR league or you're in a DFS tournament, I'll tell you what, there's nobody better right now, nobody hotter, in my opinion, on the waiver wire than Trey Burton.
0: Wow. How about that? All right. Cam Akers. Why? Yeah. How is he still available, Tone?
1: Right. Right. See, this is what I'm talking about. I don't, I don't know what people look at, who they're paying attention to, but you know, we talked about this on this show three weeks ago where you start to see the evolution of carries going to Cam Akers. He was a rookie. He needed to learn the system. He needed to learn pass protection, ball control. But he is the most talented back on that team. And slowly but surely, he had his best game last week. It's going to continue. Cam Akers is going to be a guy going forward. And on a Rams team that does like to run the ball, and a guy, in, I, I call him McDreamy all the time, but in McVay, he's an offensive mastermind. That's the kind of guy you want to pick up.
0: As far as uh, some injuries, some players that got hurt this past week, what are some of the big injuries from this past week that's going to have an impact when it comes to fantasy?
1: I think the biggest thing you have to look at is you have to look at you know, what Josh Jacobs, I know he injured his ankle, not sure. It says it's not going to hinder him, but you know what? Listen, it's it's ankle sprain. It's not a high ankle sprain, but still – an ankle spring. you have to keep an eye on. Devontae Booker is a very capable bat. I know he only had six yards last week, but the running attack was kind of stifled right, with Gruden in their game. So I think going forward, Devontae Booker offers you the, the opponent where you can get out in the flat, you can throw a screen pass. He is a prototypical West kind of offense running back. So if you want insurance going here last week, Devontae Booker is a guy.
0: All right. Ticotillo 23 it's where you need to find him for all things fantasy, but let's get on into it, because Tony is a very opinionated gentleman, and that's why he's earned the name Jigsaw, because him and I used to battle on a lot of things. Well, Tony always battles with everybody, and if you can follow him last night, he's always uh, on the timeline, spitting hot fire like <laughs> Dylon, so let's go ahead and dive into the Eagles situation. Uh, I just, I'm kind of, like, I can't believe we have fallen this far since 2017. That's just the maddening part for me. And the fact that I'm watching last night, Doug Peterson just looked completely lost. He's not a leader amongst men. Carson Wentz looks absolutely atrocious. He's lost out there. Um, the Jalen Hurts situation is just a debacle because of Doug Peterson. And Howie Roseman hasn't drafted a Pro Bowl player since 2013. Uh, that seems extremely difficult. And the fact that they've... Look, they did a, a great job documenting last night on the game for ESPN where they've listed the four wide receivers, the four players that they drafted at the wide receiver position over the years. And Matt Collins is one of them. Of course... You know, Rager. It's like, are you kidding me right now? So, uh, it, to me, Tone, I don't have any interest in going, it's his fault, but I'd love to hear your thought. For me, it's just sprinkle all across the board. There is just plenty of blame to go around.
1: Well, I think, I, I think again, if people follow me, that's why I was getting so heated last night with certain people, because, again, I'm not saying that this is 100% on Carson Wentz, but. I'm going to break it down like this. It's a very easy scenario. If you are the owner of a multi-billion dollar corporation, and you, ha- you say you have a lead analyst, and you pay your lead analyst a five-year deal worth $100 million to give you production, and you consistently drop the ball, and you consistently... Do not put up the parts. Do not put up the standards. Do not produce. Eventually, what's going to happen? You're going to have to figure out, do I need to make a change? Is there a problem here? So, again, this is a multi-billion dollar corporation headed by Jeffrey Lurie. I don't care if you want to rah rock, Carson and went all day long, be his cheerleader, talk about haters, antagonists, truthers, all that garbage. Doesn't matter. Just watch the game. That's all I'm saying. All we're saying is, Maybe he needs a break. I'm not saying I am 100% done for, with, with, with Carson Wentz forever. But what I am saying is he's not it right now. Mm-hmm. And the problem has to start with him, Sean. It has to. I, I don't want to hear about the O-line and the draft and the coach and the play calling. No, yeah, Go right. back and watch the game, right? Go mm-hmm. back. There's open receivers. He's not the same guy. So if you're a $100 million quarterback, I said this before, any other quarterbacks Sean, on his bench. Anybody else would have been benched by now. He's the worst starting quarterback in the NFL right now, based by numbers. So everybody wants to throw out their opinions, but nobody wants to put out numbers. So if you look at numbers, I don't care, 3.8 yards per attempt last night, before the Richard Rodgers fight, which was a Hail Mary. Which, congrats, a lot of people won a lot of money, Mm -hmm. which is what we're here for as well. right? Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day... 3.8 Three point eight yards per catch. Well, I, I mean per, per play. W- what else do you want to see? He, he, he needs a break, Sean. That's all. I'm saying. Yeah, he's cooked. To sit him down. Yep. Right, to sit him down. He, he's lost.
0: Yeah, he's cooked and right if now. You
1: lose your confidence, right? You, I, I'm sorry, I get long winded, but you know <laughs> as well as I do. Any, any job you've ever had, even when he goes back to being a school kid, when your confidence is is completely gone and your self esteem is completely gone, you're done. You, you have to get it back somehow. And I, and I don't normally agree with Tanji, but I actually do. It's a metal thing.
0: <laughs> it I, is. And, and no it no, no is.
1: disrespect to Joe, but yeah. we, don't, we don't agree. Yep. I mean, I'm even agreeing with Diaz over this. I had to ask if he was kidnapped running the Green <laughs> Legion account. Shout out Green Legion because he's actually agreeing with me. Something's wrong here, Sean, and it has to start with Carson because at the end of the day, I still say this, it's a business. You pay a $100 million to hide. Some of these deficiencies. He can't do
0: it. He did so it last right now, year. He did it last year, down. but he can't do it right now. He, this year, it's a whole no. different story. He did it last what? year, though. So he, I, 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 I have no, with you. I have no interest in cutting ties with Carson Wentz. He's a complete fraud. I wish they didn't give him the contract. I am not no, saying that. They, not, no way. That's too far, but I feel like Carson Wentz taking some time right now is probably in the best, uh, interest for him and the team, more importantly, because they got to find a way to get a win.
1: And that's the thing. It's all about winning. We want to win football games. Yep. And we're in the business of winning football games, right? So if, you're, if he's not giving you the best option to win a game, he has to sit down. And again, I agree with you. When did you all the, all the people out there? When did you ever hear Jigsaw say, "I'm done. Screw Carson Wentz. I'm done. Never want to see him again." No. Big contract. No, I'm not trying to put words in
0: your that. mouth. No, 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 no,
1: no, no. You don't. But all the cheerleaders and the rah <laughs> rah rom- people that we have on Twitter is telling me that I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> the problem is they're not looking at the stats. Here, I'm going to give you a stat for everybody out there, and I see this on just NFL.com. Biggest indictment on Carson Wentz quarterback rating is 15 most pocket time, but had some pressure third most, and 23% of those pressures had been converted into sacks. The most in the NFL. Here's the kicker. New York Jets, New York Giants have allowed higher pressure rates, but only 12% and 10% turned into sacks. So you tell me again. All these people, all these cheerleaders, break it down, man. Do some stats, watch the game, Bill, and then come forward to me.
0: Tip, tip. Well done.
1: No, I'm not out on Carson Wentz. I love Carson Wentz. I was an advocate of the deal. I'm still an advocate of it. And mm-hmm. he's your friend. Your friend but listen, I, I keep saying it. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. If the guy's playing that poorly, you has got to sit down. We did it with Donovan McDabb. And what did he do the following year? He came back, took us to the NFC Championship game, and left the field with the lead against Arizona. So why can't we do it with Carson Wentz? Yeah. I don't
0: understand. I'm with you. I don't, I don't. I agree with you. I like, look, in the grand scheme of things, not what you want to do to your franchise quarterback, but you got to find a way to win a football game. He looks completely lost right now. Uh, Jigsaw, I would love to get into Ben Simmons doesn't need to shoot. Uh, I, I would just tell you that you're wrong, and we'll save that one for next week, because I have a funny feeling we'll be yeah, talking look, about that
1: because that's going to go a little longer, I think. I think that's a, uh, we're we're, we're going to have to have a tail. I can't, I can't about about.
0: talk about Ben Simmons shooting for another year. I just can't do it. Like, if he's not going to shoot, I'm going to lose my mind.
1: Well, listen, on the last thing I want to say, a preface for next week. Remember, the moves they made this year right now Mm -hmm. is based on the fact that Ben Simmons is not going to shoot the ball.
0: But when playoff basketball, when playoff basketball, you're right. And I'm fine with getting shooters. I love it. I love the plan. Hopefully these guys remember how to shoot. But when playoff basketball comes around, is it not... A different monster. Is it not a different animal? And we've seen this for two two years now. He didn't play this year. It would have been three. But for two playoff seasons, we saw what happens when your star point guard does not shoot. Defenses play you different. They clamp down. They It, it, it's, it makes life easier for them. That's all I'm saying. Ben, he doesn't have to make them, Tony. He's just got to shoot.
1: But remember, if they clamp them down... He also didn't have the options that he was supposedly going to have this year. All
0: right. That's fair. Tobias, that's fair.
1: That's fair. That's why I keep saying Tobias has to shoot, not Ben Simmons. And Tobias has to score. Yes, Tobias got to make them. Yeah.
0: yeah. Right?
1: That's what I'm saying. He has to shoot and score. 180 million reasons why. I could tell you that next week. All
0: right. We will. We'll, that's a good uh, tease for next week. Next week with Tony Jig Cato. Jigsaw, fantastic job as usual. I appreciate you getting me to this point in my fantasy football league. I know people don't care about my team, but I'm excited. we got one more week left. I hope we're talking about some playoff fantasy action next week, my friend. Greatly appreciate what you do for us, and uh, we'll look forward to tomorrow's uh, vignette around 350 with Jig As always, man, appreciate it. Sounds good, Sean. Thanks for having me on. Have a good week. You the man. There he is. Uh, Tony Jigsaw. TKTL23. Must follow.